interesting because we can't see the future, what the Lord's going to do with things. But um, He's been encouraging me to just take it one step at a time, kind of like a theme in my life. Yeah. And don't take it in leaps and bounds and try to figure everything out. Just take it one step at a time. Oh, that's good. And the Lord's always faithful to, to be with you at each mm-hmm. step. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's His life and He's faithful to His life in you. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Welcome to this week's episode of the His Hill Podcast. My name is Kelly Darty, and I'm your host. Today we have with us a young lady that I have known since she was born. She grew up on staff at His Hill. Her parents are uh, Brian and Regina Stamnis. Brian's been on the podcast, and uh, they were on staff there for, oh my goodness, 20 years. And then uh, they've since uh, transitioned to a, a different uh, a different position, different um, uh, different job now, and uh, Anna, whom we've watched grow, uh, is now a part of our family business, and we get to see her on a regular basis. Uh, and thought, you know, it would be really neat for the alumni to hear from Anna, those who watched her grow up all those years, and those who uh, attended Bible school with her at Timberline would like to hear how she's doing now. And so anyway, we have with us today Anna Stamnis. Uh, hi, Anna. How are Hello, you? Hello. Great. And Anna, uh, thanks for doing this. I know that uh, you were very willing to do it, but you're nervous, <laughs> like just about everybody is that comes onto the podcast. No need to be, because it's just a conversation. Uh, Anna, how old are you now? I'm 21. 21 mm-hmm. years old. So what year were you born? 2001. 2001. Mm-hmm. And uh, you have, um, I've already mentioned that Brian and uh, Regina are your parents. Uh, they were on staff at His Hill for 20 years. You have a brother, uh, Josh. Yes. Yeah. Yes, he's, he's 19. 19, mm-hmm. so he's your younger brother. And uh, so on a, let's... Uh, let, let's just talk a little bit about um, those those years growing up at His Hill. Um, you were uh, really for how many years were you at His Hill before moving? So I lived there until 2019. Okay. Um, so I would have been, I think I was 17 when we left. Wow. Um, yeah. So most of my life was at the Hill, right. and I, that I knew it as my home. Yeah, so mm-hmm. 17 years, and then, oh, a big change for you then, moving away from, from his hill. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, well, during those years, you know, I, actually, Anna, I use you as an illustration in, uh, oh. <laughs> in, in one of the lessons that I teach, uh, and it's, uh, it has to do with um, being fixed on Jesus, which is the theme of mm-hmm. our podcast. Uh, but when you were a little girl, uh, a very little girl, uh, we were taking a group picture with the student body and staff. We were out in front of the fish house, and you had tripped and fallen over some of the the roots of the trees that are out there by the uh, at the by the building. And you know you were embarrassed because the whole group was there, and plus it hurt for you to fall. So you started crying, and you were running to look for your mom. And I remember all the students <laughs> leaning over trying to pick you up. All the girls going, "Oh, Anna, Anna!" and and you kept pushing hands away and running in and out of people. And these are all people that you normally would run to mm-hmm. and play with, but they uh, but you were working your way through all of them, looking for your mom. And as soon as you found your mom, she picked you up and you just kind of relaxed your head. You collapsed on <laughs> her, is what you did. And I thought that's a great illustration of being fixed. You know, there's all these other. Uh, temptations all these other things calling out to you and mm. and wanting to comfort you but you go straight to your mother and i've used that for for years anna tell us um 
just, you know, and growing up his hill, you know, Christians all around you all the time. How old were you when you became a believer? I, oh, wow. How old was I? I think I was probably six. Okay. Five or six. Okay. I'm going to say. Yeah. Yeah. I remember it was just um, really simple. I don't have a lot of memories about it, mm-hmm. but just that um, I had seen through my parents just an example of, of Christ's love and just um, through the people at the hill. And um, it just was the next thing that made the most sense. And it was the thing that gave me a lot of peace. Okay. And um, just like, it was like a childlike faith, really, kind of mm-hmm. just, um, yeah, wanting to be taken care of by Jesus and allowing him to um, be my savior and, like, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so did you just go to your parents and mm-hmm. talk to them about this, or did they come to you? Or I I went to them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So what was it like for you, you know, being a, a you, you know, you're, so now you're this young believer and you're growing up on this campus that's just full of Christians coming from all over the world. What was it like growing up at his hill? Was it beneficial for your faith? Yes. Yeah, very. Um, just hearing people's testimonies and stories um, throughout my life and um, being able to see their timelines and mm-hmm. how the Lord was working um, either before they became a believer, during or after um, that immediate time of becoming a believer, um, and just being able to see like the faithfulness of the Lord through their life, um, it was really encouraging for me. Um, and it's actually been cool now since I'm older, um, kind of being able to see like the faithfulness of the Lord now throughout my life and my past, um, like timeline. And it's funny, like when you get older, you look back and you're like, Oh yeah, I can see the Lord has worked in these different areas. So it's been neat. Like now I'm, I've been a student and then I kind of just relived that what I saw as a child. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, now you, it was interesting because there was, there were a lot of staff kids who were on the hill while you were there, but they were, most of them were quite a bit older than you. So it would have been my daughters there. Uh, there was 10 staff kids that were all about the same age that were older mm-hmm. than you. And then there were a few that were younger than you. Mm-hmm. So what was that like? Did you, you know, did you ever feel like you were, you know, didn't quite fit in with that or did you ever feel alone or did they do a good job of trying to bring you in? What, what was it like? Yeah, it's kind of funny because um, to to go off a little tangent, it's the same in my family. I'm only I'm the only girl yeah. on both sides of the family, and I'm the oldest. So it kind of was something I was already used to, mm. but it was it wasn't like I was alone at all. I was always with students, and then with the older staff kids, they would take care of me and play with me, and um, and then I would tag along with Bo and Joshy sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yes. So you would you say it was a it was a good childhood growing up there? Yes. And and kids my age, um my mom is a really good coordinator and she she um is responsible for most of my friends. Oh really? <laughs> so yeah, I have her to thank for yeah, people my age as a child. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you I had know. you had a lot of friends outside of his mm-hmm. hill that were yes. your age. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good. What were um 
just thinking about those years, you said, you know, looking back, you know, now that the Lord's brought you to a point where you can start to do that, look back. Mm-hmm. What what were some of the the things that you see that were real positive for you? Uh, what, what what are some good memories you have from growing up at His Hill? Mm. Well, I love always the Thanksgiving conference times. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of good memories of like. Um, just the behind-the-scenes work of it as yeah. well. Because your mom was real involved in getting the, the the place decorated for it, yeah. Right, right. So we would always have fun doing that. Um, and I just remember uh, loving, like, the anticipation of the new students coming and then um, just reflecting back with the students before they left, like, what the Lord has done, and then home fellowships were always super fun. Yeah, and home fellowships where we have the students into our, our homes uh, mm-hmm. about every other week. Yeah. Yes, yeah, and just share um, life with them and uh, play games and have mm-hmm. food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I should say that that's every other week where we we know we're having a plan time. But they were always mm-hmm. students are always in staff homes. You know, mm-hmm. you know, throughout the week, there's lots of things that go on. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so with um, I, I I'm just remembering now. You know, you growing up, you you were in our house every week because oh, of yeah. piano lessons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you took piano lessons from Arlene for years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> was that how? What was that like? I remember it was always really fun. Um, we would get stickers <laughs> for our pages. Yeah. And um, we, like, performed in the Christmas, like, at the church, the Christmas performance. And uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. I remember y'all's dogs were super fun to play with, and they were really chill. Yeah, the collies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a couple of collies. Yeah, now we have a little Westie, and it's the same thing. Anna's. Yes, I uh, love Winston. Yeah, Anna <laughs> and Winston are best friends. She's actually going to take care of Winston when we uh, we go to Canada mm-hmm. uh, pretty soon here. Um, Anna, now after being at the Hill for so many years, your parents uh, decided not on their own. It was the prompting of the Lord that it was time to leave. What was that mm-hmm. like for you to have to go? Well. It was like a bit of a mix, um, but I never remember being like stressed or scared about it, actually. It was, I knew that a change was coming and that it would be different, but I never felt stressed because my parents never put any stress on me Mm -hmm. during that time, which was really encouraging. Um, And I just remember the, that it was a peaceful transition and that the Lord provided a lot through it and um and it's cool like through my life the lord has um been really gracious to give me change in the form of steps and like small steps um so that change of transitioning it was a one step at a time kind of thing and um i've been really encouraged because i I function very well when it's just one step at a time. Okay. So, and even with um, with other areas, um, like I was homeschooled, then I went to part-time, and then I went to high school full-time. Mm-hmm. Just like things like that where the Lord has, has provided in steps has been encouraging. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, you... With with moving, um, how now? How old were you? You were seventeen when you moved. I think so. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you had a couple of years of high school left, mm-hmm. and um, then you 
were um, you ended up going to Bible school. Right. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. tell, to tell us the process of that and deciding where to go and how that all came to be. Oh, yes. Okay. So I graduated high school in May of 2020. Um, and by this time we had, we were renting in San Antonio. And um, I, when I graduated, I believe a few months after I got a job at HEB, and I was just cashiering away. Yeah, that's um, a grocery store here in oh, Texas. Oh, right, yeah. right. <laughs> so I was doing that, um, but I had planned to go to Bodenseehof mm-hmm. in Germany. Um, that was the, the hope. And then um, I, because of COVID, uh, it was tricky, and it didn't end up working out. But it was really neat because through that time of working in HEB, the Lord really stretched me and grew me in ways that I um, I don't know if I would have realized as soon as I did. Um, so that time was beneficial, but I ended up getting really burnt out. Mm. Um, and then I decided to see uh, one day, for, like one day to the next, I was talking to my mom and I was like, maybe I can go to Bible school somewhere else. And she was like, you should call Sarah and and Dan. I don't know if I called them, but I, I think somehow I contacted them and see, saw like if they had any openings in their second semester, which would be January through May of 2021. And that's that's Dan and Sarah from Timberline. Yes, yep. from Timberline Lodge in Fraser, Colorado. I almost said freezer, but <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so I went there instead, and that was actually a big god thing because it was it was perfect for Mm. what i needed Mm. Mm -hmm. what were some of the things while you were working at the grocery store what were some of the things the lord was stretching you with well um just the different friendships that i made there there were some friends who were of a different um belief than me Mm -hmm. and just being able to minister them to them Mm -hmm. um it was a stretching time but um sometimes really discouraging, really disheartening, but um, other times just knowing, you know, when to leave it in the Lord's hands mm-hmm. and knowing um, that he He is more than capable of bringing people to himself. He doesn't need my help. So just being, um, yeah, he was just encouraging me to be faithful and ministering to them and encouraging them toward him and speaking to them directly about oh. him. Yeah. But to also know, you know, he's the one who softens hearts. So that, that was a big part of it. That must have been an interesting time for you because mm-hmm. you had grown up at his hill. Right. So always around believers there. And then you went to a Christian high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you were around a lot of believers there. Then to uh, now you're working at a, in, a, in a secular position. Mm-hmm. And there would be people that, you know, would be different mm-hmm. than, than what you'd grown up with. But, di- but it's interesting the way you're saying is that because of your relationship with the Lord, there was there was a with there was a way for you to engage with them. So mm-hmm. having grown up with you know believers and going to school with believers, 
did not hinder you from being able to function, mm-hmm. you know, in in the world. And I think that's that's a neat thing because you know so often uh, some you know, some of the complaints about you know always being sheltered mm-hmm. uh, is a negative thing. But no, it, it's it all depends on what that sheltered means. Right. You know, if if it means that you're being trained in the in, in Christ, you're being trained in what is true, mm-hmm. then you're you're being you're being given the tools you need to function outside of that that familiar surrounding that you've been in. And um, I'm not saying that there's a, there is a way that people should be raised and a way that people should be educated, except there, it it should be with the truth of Christ. Mm -hmm. But as far as, you know, not every child has to grow up at a Bible school and not every Mm -hmm. child has to go to a private, you know, a Christian high school, but the Lord, but, but I think, Parents should be training their children. Believers should be training their children in whatever situation they're in, in what is true of Christ. And in doing so, you're giving the child the the tools needed to function in life. And mm-hmm. I think I've seen that, you know, with you. Uh, you know, you're, you're giving testimony of it at, at work. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you work for us now. And, you know, we see, a, you know, we see the character. We see, um, you know, we're very encouraged with what the Lord's doing in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, so now with um, with going to, to Timberline, you know, you were kind of at a, a time where you were, you know, w- a little worn out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so what did the Lord do with you there? Well, I kind of think he just kind of slowed me down a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, and in a fun way, though, because it was, I almost used it almost as a distraction Mm. Um, from, from like working and, um, I was also doing online school at the time. So, so you were going online school and Timberline? No, I did online school while I was working. Okay. Okay. Uh At the grocery store. No, you're good. So, um, it was, it was a good distraction because I, I want to use the word distraction in a positive sense. Um, but it was more like a refocus kind of bringing me back to um a place of encouraging uh encouragement um personal encouragement um and kind of like the lord was filling up my cup again Mm. um and of course he's always you know filling us with truth if we just listen Mm. um but i had kind of just been just discouraged for a lot of the time okay Mm -hmm. so it was kind of a a refilling time. Okay. So that's yeah, your time at, at Timberland. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. you were there for how long? I was there from January to till May of 2021. Went home over the summer and worked at the same job again. And then in August of 2021, I got to go back as a volunteer. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, and you were there for as a volunteer for how long? Till May of 2022. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So you spent over a year mm-hmm. yeah at timberline that was that, that's neat yes. what was um just t- tell us about your time at timberline tell us about timberline you know what was you know what what was life like there how was it different mm-hmm. from what you had grown up you know doing yeah it it's um it's an adventure it's so much fun okay um for me the mountain air was uh it's kind of funny because it was a, both a spiritually and physically healing place for me. Mm. <laughs> like the mountain air, um, 
even though it can get dry and I needed some Adele stuff to combat <laughs> it. Uh, <laughs> it was really, like, really refreshing. Um, and then the people who work there are lovely. Mm. And, um, yeah, it's fun to stay in contact with them. And, um, and uh, let's see here. They also have a lot of adventure programs um, and outdoor programs which I was stretched in because mm. I'm not used to the different weather and then the different adventure stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have these things called OSIF, um, which is every other Monday outdoor. Uh, I think it's, oh my goodness, why did I forget? Outdoor education for spiritual formation. Okay. So there's a time of adventure, but it always has a purpose behind it and a lesson, Okay. Um, which is really encouraging and just to see the Lord's um, creation and the purpose behind it and then how we interact with it um, and ultimately how it brings him glory and how it, we can enjoy being outside um, were concepts that were really bold and like kind of just incur- like encouraging for me to see. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, were they? Would you say some of them were scary? Hmm. There were. There were. It's funny because there's scary things, but they're always safe, uh-huh. which okay is so funny to me. Because, um, for example, one of our trips, we go to Moab, uh-huh. Utah, for um, for a week. So actually, it was eight days, I think. And during this time, we did different things like rock climbing mm-hmm. or rappelling I should say um which to me that's a scary thing but you know the ropes are safe and mm-hmm. it's kind of like mm-hmm. at his hill when the campers or the students get to go on the tower and there's um there's no danger really because of those ropes and it's kind of that picture of um trusting and leaning right into the lord's uh safety and um so there was things like that where it was stretching um, and safe. And then there was also things like uh, learning how to drive a 15-passenger, whoops, a 15-passenger van uh-huh. in the snow. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, so, that's different for somebody that grew up in Texas. Yes, yeah. but I was also, um, I was helped a lot with, um, you know, they didn't just send me on the road and, tell me to figure it out right right (laughs) so it was um it was just growing yeah i think Mm -hmm. that's that's interesting you know we do some of that with our second year program at his hill you Mm -hmm. know some more of the outdoor adventure type things and it was it's always for the purpose of of a a practical teaching time you know to Mm -hmm. to uh, you know just kind of to 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 help people think through what does it mean for me to trust what does it mean for me to be dependent and 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 then to to point out how that's that's our part in the relationship with Christ mm-hmm. to trust him to be dependent upon him what does that mean well it, i can't i can't look to myself for this i can't mm-hmm. uh because you know the i can't repel yeah. Without the rope. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you know, and people can get caught up. Look what I did. Look what I did. No, look what the rope <laughs> enabled you 
to right. do, you know, and and to help you think through those kind of things. So mm-hmm. that's yeah, that's really neat. And and they do a lot of that all year long at Timberline, right? Right. Yeah. Did you get into the snowboarding and skiing? Yes. So funny thing is the first time I was there, uh, I was skiing. I'm terrible at skiing. <laughs> I'm also not so great at snowboarding, but it was a more natural thing for me. Okay. So I like to say that I um, could keep up with Josh when he would come visit when I was on a snowboard. But if I was on skis, it would be a disaster. <laughs> so, yes, I'm, I'm happy that I transitioned over to snowboarding. <laughs> okay. You know, I actually learned to ski at Winter Park. Oh, yes. I and think I remember. Yeah, I was a uh, young, young fella. But, and then uh, actually uh, my parents used to take us up there every Christmas. Mm -hmm. And so that's where we learned to ski. And then it was probably 30 years later, I decided I was going to snowboard. And I actually was taught how to snowboard exactly. I mean, down to the same spot. Oh, wow. Uh, I went to the the same school and was taught how to to snowboard. And something that, just a quick story, something funny about that was that I told some of the staff here Mm -hmm. and students here that I was going to Timberline this week, this next week to teach, but I was going to go a little early and and do some snowboarding. They said, have you ever done that before? No, I haven't. Oh, well, you you really maybe should just ski (laughs) because that's, you know, it's, it, it takes, it, it's, uh, it, it, you're not going to be able to get it that quick. And I, and it made me mad. And so I was determined I was going to do it. And so I, uh, I got there, I got paid for the lessons and I started to, to catch on right away. Mm-hmm. And that it's so much, I was in a ski class with a bunch of 18 year olds, mm-hmm. you know, I'm in my forties at this time. And so I, um, the instructor even called me out a couple of times, you know, Hey Kelly, you know what you're doing. So go ahead and go do this while I teach these. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I got a little cocky with <laughs> it. and he, when it was over with, he, he had us up on the mountain. And he said, okay, guys, you're, you've got, you know, enough to not kill yourselves. So just, you know, stay here. Don't get on, just stay on this one slope. And then if you want to take more lessons, you can pay for more this afternoon. So I'm just snowboarding, having a great time. Just, mm-hmm. I pulled over to the side, sat down, called Arlene, you know, bragging <laughs> about how easy this is. And then minutes later, I caught an edge, <gasps> threw me face down onto my chest. Ow. I didn't. I had a napkin rolled up in my chest pocket and it, the jacket had been washed several times. So the napkin now was hard as a rock. (laughs) I didn't know it was in there and it threw me straight down on that napkin and I broke my rib. Oh my goodness. (laughs) With a napkin. (laughs) Oh no. So I had to spend the rest of the week (laughs) just, you know, every time I sneezed, it hurt. Every time I laid down on the floor in class for an illustration, I couldn't get up. (laughs) The students just sat there and laughed at me trying to get up. Uh, It was, it was a, it was a painful week, but uh, just made me think of that. Anyway, you talking about snowboarding and learning how, but, uh, but Uh, I had a lot of fun till that happened. mm -hmm. Um, Okay. So how about, what was it like for you to be on staff? Because that was a, a quick transition for you be students from student mm-hmm. to staff and um mm-hmm. you know being and being as young as you were and being on staff how did how did you know what did the lord do with you uh during that time yeah the um the transition to being on staff uh was 
it was familiar in the sense that I had been a staff kid before. Um, and I love being behind the scenes and doing behind the scenes things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was volunteer. Oh, wow. I can't speak. I was a volunteer in housekeeping. Um, and then I also helped with outreach, but the, the transition was, it was just kind of, um, something that I had been wrestling with throughout the summer. Mm -hmm. Um, after my, my volunteer, no, no, after my Bible school semester. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I went from that semester of Bible school back to the summer and that summer I was really wrestling with, you know, should I go back to Timberline? But I had already given my yes. Mm-hmm. And that verse in Matthew that came to mind was Matthew five thirty seven, and let your yes be yes and your no, no. Yeah. And I was constantly thinking about it and that verse just kept coming to mind and I would talk about it with my dad and I'd be like, and we would just ruminate over this verse like, yeah, you already said yes and this is a good thing and... um let your yes be yes, mm-hmm. you know? So in that sense, um, that was how I was feeling about the transition, but, uh, it was a really encouraging time. Um, and starting in it was really encouraging. Um, I'm rambling a little bit. That's okay. No, that's fine. <laughs> so the question was, what was it like to transition? Yeah. Yes. So, but being as young as I was, it was interesting because, I, there were situations where I would need to be, um, in charge of things like, or, you know, in charge of my outreach van, but, um, but it was encouraging because I never felt like I had to boss anyone around and, um, because I, that's like the worst thing for me. Like, Mm. I don't want to boss anyone around as long as everyone's (laughs) peacefully getting along. I am happy. So the... And it was really encouraging because the students in my outreach knew that about me because they knew they like, you know, we get a sense of people and they know they didn't want to put me through any grief. And um, they were actually like the biggest help and did so much more than I could have ever done on Mm. my own and, um, you know, helped me tremendously. And, you know, without them, I couldn't have done any of that outreach the Mm. same. So, um, yeah, in that sense, it was just an encouraging thing to have the students just come alongside as friends Mm -hmm. and really encourage me in that because it can be tricky, you know, when you're young. Sure. You don't want to make anyone feel like you're trying to squash them with your power. Right. That you really don't have because you're the same age. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, I can remember that. You know, early years being on staff mm-hmm. as a teacher, teaching people that were older than me mm-hmm. was something that was a little tricky. You mm-hmm. know, it was something that you had to, you know, you had to go to the Lord with, and yeah. you know, Lord, I, I need your wisdom for this. And but He always, He, he always provides. You know, mm-hmm. James says that if you lack wisdom, ask of God, who gives generously and without reproach. Mm-hmm. That He He give that means it's no admixture of, of of evil. There's no trickery in there. He gives generously of Himself. He wants to do that. He designed mm-hmm. us for Him to do that. You know, mm-hmm. to to live through us. And so when we yield to him, ask him for his wisdom, you know, James says, hey, God will give this. 
I think it's interesting, you know, that, mm-hmm. that you, know, the, you know, you say that the, the Lord just worked it in the hearts of these people and then you, mm-hmm. became, you became a team. Mm-hmm. You know, though you were the leader, you weren't the dictator. Yes. You were leading. Yeah. Uh, and, and so the Lord, Lord was faithful with that. That's neat. So um, was it a hard decision then to, to leave Timberline? You know, it, again, it was kind of a mix of both things because um, the same with leaving his hill, the, they mixed emotions about it. I knew change was coming, but it wasn't super stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, and with leaving the hill, of course, I missed it and was like, you know, sad, but I wasn't devastated. And then okay. the same thing with Timberline. And for me, really, it's more just the people that I don't get to see every day anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's difficult. But um, the the time of of leaving was something I felt like the Lord was guiding me to, mm-hmm. and I didn't really know what was coming next. Um, I still had the, the job at HEB mm-hmm. at the grocery store, so I went back to that and um, just was, you know, dialoguing with my parents about what the next steps could be and really trying to, I think the key was that I tried not to take it in too many steps while I was at Timberline so I wanted to be really focused on my time there um didn't always do a great job of like being present and focused mm. when I because I would get worried about the future but right. then the Lord would like bring me back into you know you're here you're literally physically present in this place um so make the most of the time so that was something that he was really pressing on me And it was a time of really needing to trust him for the aftermath Mm. because I didn't really know what was coming. You know, that's interesting. I think because we can, Jesus talked about that, how we can be so worried and consumed with tomorrow, Mm -hmm. you know, but he says, no, wait a minute. I know you need these things. Mm -hmm. I know better than you than these things that what's coming. Yeah. And so his encouragement was what? To seek first his kingdom, his righteousness, to seek him. And I, and, and all these things mm-hmm. will be added unto you. And I think so often, you know, I, I know that, that that can be the same struggle that I've had, mm-hmm. is that I can be so captivated with what needs to happen tomorrow or next year mm-hmm. that I miss out on what's happening right now with the Lord. And when I look back, I often find that the Lord was using those times in preparation for what was coming. Yes. And, you know, that's, mm-hmm. I think that's a, that's a common thing for, you know, a, a lot, a lot of us. Mm-hmm. And, and we, uh, we, um, you know, if we're not careful, we can miss out on that. And that's why uh, n- another reason why we're, you know, on our podcast, we're constantly encouraging and reminding believers to be fixed on Jesus, fix mm-hmm. your eyes on Jesus, not your circumstances. Mm-hmm. Fix your eyes on Jesus right now. Be with him now. Mm-hmm. And be with him in also with regards to what decisions you have to make in the future. Be with him now with that. Yes. And, you know, you always find that he's faithful. He's always faithful to his life in you. And he doesn't, he doesn't leave you, you know, s- you know stranded. He's, he, he's never leaves. 
he never forsakes. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's neat how there's kind of a theme going here with, mm-hmm. with what you're talking about and how the Lord just takes you a step at a time. And what a great lesson to learn, to just be in the moment with him. Mm-hmm. So you came home, mm-hmm. and uh, you, you came home uh, and immediately went back to work. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, how long have you been back now? So I came back in May, so it's been... Let's see. Is it over? Let's say May, June, July, August. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wow. It's been like eight or nine months now. Okay. Yeah. Almost nine. Um, You know, (laughs) you don't know this, but I've mentioned it earlier that, you know, now you're working for us with the family business. Mm -hmm. Um, You mentioned Adele before and people maybe didn't know what you're talking about, but that's Adele Natural Cosmetics. That's where you are. And, uh, it, before hiring you, even though we've known you since you were born, mm-hmm. we just thought, you know, you, you know, you were one of our first hires. So mm-hmm. we kind of felt like, you know, we need to have a good precedent here. Let's let's not just hire somebody, uh, but let, 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 let's let's um, let's pr- well, obviously we've been praying about it. But let me uh, let me check into some things. So mm-hmm. I told the the rest of the family, let me check just see how. How did her work experience go at Timberline? So I called Timberline up. Oh, and really? they Yeah. <laughs> and they were very positive uh, and even told so me that they were even, uh, they were favorable to having you back. Oh, yeah. So, so you know, so I'm glad we got ahead of them, that we got uh. to you before <laughs> them. Uh, so anyway, so you came back and you were, uh, what was transition like for you now? You're going back, f- back, um, uh, you're leaving, um, Timberline and a full-time ministry mm-hmm. and you're going back now to the back home you're going back to a job you know what secular work mm-hmm. what was that like for you yes so coming back home um the first few weeks I think we just hung out and did fun family things and vacational stuff um and it's fun my family we're really close so we get along really well um so it was encouraging to be back and see them. Yeah. And um, the, yeah, the harder part was, you know, going back to work and um, and then sorting through school plans because I had been doing online school going towards becoming a dental hygienist. Um, but I never felt a good f- piece about going in person um, not because of any COVID things, but just because of um, just not wanting to accrue any debt. Mm-hmm. And uh, also just sorting through thinking in my mind, like, is this actually a degree I want? You okay. know, is this actually something I'd like to do? And so the Lord just put hold on that um, really in my heart of just not feeling peace about moving forward in it. Um, and... I I was just kind of working, sorting through college ideas, um, and and the Lord just again was just teaching me patience and teaching me to stay calm, you mm-hmm. know, and just stay with Him. Just stay with Him, and um, it was encouraging because He eventually led me to a program um, through a different university to a different pathway. And it's something I can do fully online. And then I just had plans to keep working and doing school. Um, and then what's something I really didn't expect to happen, happened, which was being able to work for y'all. 
and um it was let's let's talk about that experience how that came to be because that was really interesting Mm -hmm. we were um we were looking to hire to make a couple of hires because we 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 needed some extra hands Mm -hmm. and uh we had made one hire and we were thinking okay we still need one more and we had some ideas of who to hire but all these all these ideas were people that uh we needed someone that could be full time and somebody mm-hmm. that could be a, a long term full time, not mm-hmm. not just you know seasonal type thing. And so Arlene and Regina, your mm-hmm. mom, went out to eat mm-hmm. for lunch. They met for lunch one day, and in their conversation, something came up. What was that? Yes, it was so funny because as my mom was leaving, um, I knew she was meeting Miss Arlene, so I was like, you know, tell her hi, and then and then kind of just thinking like, oh, I wonder if they have any needs anymore for positions because uh-huh. I remember seeing something or hearing something and then I didn't really think much of it and I thought oh they don't need anybody because I knew y'all hired someone and then um and then I thought well I'll just see and then I kind of didn't think about it much I did pray about it and was encouraged by the potential but you know one of those things I just left in the Lord's hands again and then she was very excited, and then I think what happened was she was going to think about it and bring it up to y'all, uh-huh. and then, yeah, eventually. Well, was she like, did in the, at, the, oh, at yeah. lunch with Arlene, and mm-hmm. Arlene came home and told us, and we all thought, Anna. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and like I said before, you know, we, we had known you since you were a baby, mm-hmm. but we, um, we had, you know, we had been gone in Louisiana for six years and had moved back and then you were gone. And then, mm-hmm. you know, so we hadn't really been around you. So that's when I had called Timberline just to see how, you know, how things had gone for you there. Mm-hmm. And of course I had met you there cause I taught there while you were yes. there, but mm-hmm. really we just hadn't been around each other that much for about six years. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so, but we were all thinking, wow, that would be a really good thing. And, you know, and the Lord just worked it out. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that was really neat the way that has, has come about. What's it been like? This is a weird question now, I know, because here's your boss asking <laughs> you, but I'm also the host of the podcast. Uh, what's it been like for you now to, to be in this new job? What's the Lord done with that? Yeah, it's um, it's just been like an overall just it's kind of dramatic, but a life improvement. Hmm. <laughs> so an everyday improvement in um, just, you know, in my emotional state and then just like uh, the the environment that I get to work in is so encouraging and um, just to, to have conversations daily um, about the Lord and just what he's doing and then being able to work with friends that I've known for my whole life. Um, that there's just nothing like it that I've, it's like working at a Bible school again with Mm. that community Mm. feel. And, um, it's taking me from, you know, a previous cycle of getting burnt out and then, um, recharging to not being stressed anymore. Mm. Um, you know, like just that, just that encouragement from the Lord through being able to work for you guys has been, yeah, I think I could, I think I'm circling around, but yeah, it's encouraging for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, as you're saying that it, thoughts came to my mind, like, you know, it, it's really interesting what the Lord has done. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're all, everybody that works with the business mm-hmm. is, is uh, a torchbearer. 
alumni, yes. <laughs> you know, every one of us. And, uh, mm-hmm. and it has been encouraging, you know, the conversations that we have every day, mm-hmm. um, the, um, the, the way we can, you know, we can, we can share things and talk mm-hmm. about things the way we do. It, it is, it is encouraging, but I think what the Lord has also done has showed us all that just because it's a business doesn't mean it's not a ministry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the way the Lord has opened up the avenues of ministry yes. through our business has been really just staggering, mm-hmm. you know, and, and encouraging to see. Like you said, it's like being at a Bible school, you mm-hmm. know, where we the and I think I don't think that's supposed to be unique to our business. I think mm-hmm. as believers, you know, like, like you said even earlier, working in a, in a grocery store, that there was opportunity there for ministry. Mm-hmm. To understand that, you know, there's something that my brother taught me with his his business is that his business was his ministry and mm-hmm. we've come to see the same thing that it brings so much more to going to work yes yeah yes and so you know i appreciate you know your presence and and your activity in that mm-hmm. you know that that's been you know you know very much you know you've been in favor of what's going on you, and i know you're praying about it and mm-hmm. and it's been uh, it's it's it, it's it has been it has been neat uh, you have you. Uh, friends that uh, that don't like what they hear about your work. <laughs> oh, too much fun. I have too much fun. <laughs> yeah, Anna has uh, at least one good friend that that just can't can't stand how Anna comes home and talks about how much she's enjoying her job. <laughs> it's because my my dear friend, I get her hooked on all the makeup stuff and all the all the fun things that we can that we make. Um, and she tells me, stop telling me. <laughs> I need to stop buying things. <laughs> yeah, we have fun. Well, that's good. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, you know, it's, uh, again, it's been really neat, Anna, watching you uh, grow up. You know, we knew you mm-hmm. as a little baby. Uh, we knew you right away. You were newborn. And mm-hmm. to watch you grow up, to watch your heart, to, um, to see um, just how the Lord has grown you and continues to do so, and we're given a first first row seat. Matter of fact, talking about <laughs> friendships, uh, Winston, our, our little Westie, has just come into the room. Uh, he could hear Anna's voice, and so now if you hear jingling, uh, that's his collar jingling around. He goes straight to her, not to me, <laughs> and oh, here he is. He's with me now. Um, so anyway, Anna, we are uh, very encouraged with what the Lord's done in your heart. Um, you, know, y- you know that in the you know, in, in those times where it's kind of been hard for you, where you've struggled, it's been kind of a drought, you've been burned out, uh, you have found that your refuge is Jesus mm-hmm. and, and your testimony being that he's always been faithful. Mm-hmm. And we look forward to seeing how, you know, the Lord continues to grow you and where he takes you from here. You know, while you're working for us, you're also going to school. Yes. yes. Yeah. What, what mm-hmm. are you, and, and tell us a little bit about that. Right, so um, I do school fully online, so um, I do them in eight-week increments. Uh, it's through Liberty University, and um, yeah, that's been just like a, a lesson of balancing time and um, and just like seeing where I need to put effort in, and um, so that's been stretching as well because there's times where I'm thinking, you know, every college student is like, am I really doing the right thing? Am mm-hmm. I... And so, um, but it's interesting that the Lord has, I feel like, worked through that to make it really compatible with um, 
my current, you know, lifestyle. And that's really encouraging because I, I didn't want to go in person. Um, so to have that opportunity has been really neat. And it's not always easy, for sure. But um, I think to just keep pressing through. Um, and also, it really helps to have an encouraging job because when I was, you know, doing the other job, I never saw anything come out of it, really, mm-hmm. except for, um, you know, good conversations, but um, still, like, in the midst of difficult situations. But here, I get to see, you know, physical products being made and then things going out and people hearing about the Lord through the business card and the the greeting cards. And so just seeing that physical evidence of the Lord's work, both through the the job that I'm in now, which is here at Adele, and through um, just the the work that he's done through my heart for um, trying to be diligent. Like that's something I've had to pray about to him, mm. like help me be diligent, help me be disciplined. So um, those two things together have been really, you know, encouraging. Okay. To see yeah. what he's going to do with it. And it's really interesting because we can't see the future, what the Lord's going to do with things. But, um, he's been encouraging me to just take it one step at a time, kind of like a theme in my life Yeah. and don't take it in leaps and bounds and try to figure everything out. Just take it one step at a time. Oh, that's good. And the Lord's always faithful to, to be with you at each mm-hmm. step. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's his life and he's faithful to his life in you. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, Anna, thank you very much for this time. Thank you for being uh, open, for telling us that, you know, it's not always easy, but that the Lord's always faithful. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and and just stressing, again, the importance it is to be with him right now mm-hmm. in this step and let him deal with what the next step is, but yes. go with him with that step. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Anna. I appreciate you spending this time with us. Thank you. I want to thank Anna for giving us her time to uh, be with us today. We allowed the employees to go home a little early today, but she was gracious and, and willing to just stay uh, a little longer to record the podcast. So I want to thank her for that. And also, uh, for those of you who um, are, are alumni or you know Charlie McCall, I for a while I've been wanting to let you know about this and just kind of keep forgetting. But if you would uh, be interested, you can hear Charlie preach every Sunday at Bernie Bible Church. That's B-O-E-R-N-E, BernieBibleChurch.org. Uh, and uh, it's uh, live streamed uh, on the on the website, also Facebook and YouTube, if you're interested in doing that. Uh, just preached uh, this last Sunday, and he gave us a really encouraging Christmas message that I would, um, I think that uh, you would really appreciate listening to. So I encourage you to do so. Well, our students are on break, but they're coming back January the 4th. So we're asking that you be praying for them, uh, that the, the, their last week or so at home be profitable, that their travel would go well and safe, and that their hearts would be ready for what the Lord has in store for them uh, this semester. And also ask the same for the staff, as they're scattered all over the place right now, spending the holiday season, Christmas and New Year's, with family uh, in different parts of the world. Uh, Ask that they would have uh, the Lord's favor in traveling back. And also, uh, we ask that you be praying for that, as well as uh, our hearts being ready, too, for what the Lord has for the upcoming semester. 
Well, as always, we want to end the podcast with the same reminder. And we don't want to do it just flippantly, uh, just out of rote, but really from the heart. We want to encourage you to keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. Thanks for listening.